when I uh, did a show called the 2014 show, I... Uh, when did you do that? <laughs> uh, just uh, just before a quarter past eight. And, and, and that's that's true because that was the idea. It was a live oh. show at um, yeah yeah. It was at uh, 2014. Um, I remember GMT. The, you telling me about this. Mm. I tried to yes. get you on as a guest about uh, about several times. You did, and you uh, you you um, you negate no not negated. Re- what's the word? Didn't. Re- well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's lovely to hear your voice again. Hello, it's been a while. Yeah, it has. So, um, I, I, I've, I've got a, a communication, a confession I need, I need to make to you. Okay. And I might be a little bit hard to get hold of at the minute. Ooh. I've moved to a bloody Android phone, mate. Oh, come on. Yep, that's happened. <laughs> come on now. No, that's happened. No, that's, happened. that's a thing. That's a thing. Mate, <clears throat> so um <laughs> there's 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 a curve um involved in in the move and um it's it's quite easy except for the the hard bits are hard which right. are what the fuck do you do about iMessage? Yeah. Um because I've lent on that rather too heavily. Yeah. Um uh, in particular um some people haven't been able to text message me because their iMessage just won't give up. Um, oh no! It's it's just like no, you're a you're an iPhone. Yeah, no, I'm an internet thing rather yeah. than a text message thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, if if I message them, if I if I message right. them, uh, if I send them a text, it clears it all. Um, but yes. yeah, they're, 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 you know how Apple just works, Mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah mate, it just works. Uh, so I've I've disconnected iMessage from my phone number. So as far as Apple con- concerned, I'm not there except for when I am. Right. Um, okay. That's so that 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 that's, that's a problem. So yeah, if I'm being a bit hard to to contact, and if you're a bit getting confused that I'm kind of throwing WhatsApps at people and then uh, Facebook Messenger messages at people where I would normally do other things, that's why. So if I'm hard to contact at the moment, sorry. Okay. That's mm. all right. I appreciate it. Most of my iMessagey stuff will be on WhatsApp, and and uh, um, I've been kind of adding things to the new phone on a on a need to use basis. So I haven't actually got as far as getting Facebook and Twitter on there yet. So what phone have you got? Uh, I've got uh, a OnePlus 5T and it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. They they do make a nice phone. It's got to be said. They do make a nice phone. They do make um, a nice phone. Not, not even I'm, originally. I'm not going to tell you any more about that now, except it was nice to mark your response. Because <laughs> 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 I don't want to do a show all about my phone because that would no. be really boring. No. And, also, and also, for fans of boring chat about my phone, <laughs> I've promised Nick that he can put the entire next runner pod over to just me talking about my new phone. <laughs> So I've got to keep my powder a little bit, a little bit dry. Yeah. Oh, what I, will, what I will say is, mate, um, if you make Face ID a fanfare feature, mm. everyone's going to get upset. If it's just something that's on the phone, and the phone's got a fingerprint sensor as well, it's wonderful, and nobody will complain about it. Um, I Face ID on this on this is an absolute delight. And is it uh, secure? Are they confident enough in how it works that they actually? allow you to use it for all of the things because that was samsung's samsung's thing is that no, i've got a fingerprint don't need don't, don't need to worry about that i've got a fingerprint yeah, as well. well there you go that's that's it and that's what apple should have done i said it from the beginning and i still yeah. believe it to be true <laughs> yeah i i can now fully engage with the face id de- debate because both i have face id and also i can see that just having a little fingerprint sensor on the back is not a problem no it's it's um yeah a, uh, face id on the iphone 
fails more times than it works now. It's actually oh, got worse. It's rubbish. actually got worse. Uh, oh it was it was doing well uh, for for quite a while, and now it's actually got worse. Uh, so uh, fine, it's whatever. This is not phone chat. This is not phone chat. Have Muse announced any tours yet? Are we are we any closer? Uh, yeah, but to- not in the UK. <laughs> oh no, yeah. you have to go away on holiday. Where are you going to go? Mm. Well, I'm going to Berlin in a few weeks. Ah, HBN uh, Muse fan. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry i'm slightly distracted just because i'm um i'm fixing a i'm trying to fix a thing um oh, yeah but uh i mean now now we're on a, in, now we're in a podcast record it seems like the best time to do <laughs> yeah yeah no absolutely uh i've i respect for you i respect for <laughs> anyone listening uh i know exactly what my priorities are when i hit record i know you know what this is the only thing i'm going to do uh this it's time fix this thing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> What are you fixing, Mark? Twitter cards, mate. Oh, Twitter cards. Yeah. I think I've I mean, <laughs> you know, I was all right with the idea that you were multitasking and then you told me you were fixing a Twitter card, which sounds like the least necessary thing, unless... Well, it's not for my people, benefit. I was going to say, unless you're the people who run change.org, <laughs> in which case your social media cards are just ridiculous. Have you, are you aware of this? thing that they've done recently uh no change.org are um a a petitioning website yes. where, where you can say i i want to petition um person x normally theresa may to do <laughs> thing y mm-hmm. normally sjw interest topic um <laughs> and uh, then you can get people to <clears throat> to, to to do the thing mm-hmm. but their um their facebook and twitter cards now Rather than it being um, petition Theresa May to fire Toby Young and illustrative picture and link, mm-hmm. it it it's structured in the format of uh, so if I shared it to my Facebook, it would say um, John needs 133 more signatures, and then oh, a picture. Oh yeah, I've seen this. The context and a link. Yeah. So you kind of have to mentally go, well, what's John collecting? Signatures four and why 133? The number seems arbitrary because yeah. it's always linked to a target, and and yeah, it doesn't tell you what the cause is. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very weird and broken. Yes, um, I've seen a lot of this. Uh, not on Twitter, but on Facebook. Yes, yes, uh, a lot of this. So uh, and I, I yeah, so that explains that. And they're clever boys and girls. Mm. They they must have decided that people are going to associate more with their friend. Yep. Than with the cause, yep. and they must have decided that people are going to click because of their friend. Yeah, that seems then, like a valid reason to vote for something. Then, then sign the petition. Mm. So I'd question whether or not the signature then is valuable because they haven't gone down the journey because of the cause. Yeah, are you devaluing the, the signature? But also, I just well, it doesn't it doesn't work for me. And mm-hmm. I know I'm not everybody on the internet, but it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, no, I too think bu- too busy to waste my clicks, Mark. <laughs> well, your clicks are important and they're finite. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there's only so many to go around. Uh, so that's good. Um, how was your Christmas? About? What were you saying about that? Oh, because you were being naughty. Yes, not paying attention to me. No, <laughs> I mean I, I was just not all of the attention. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. You've got you've got my you've got my all now. You've got okay. my everything. Okay, you had me at uh, your intro music. <laughs> <laughs> so song. I was supposed to have a nice Christmas for my, my, my homework, and I did. Oh, good. 
Yes. I'm pleased about that. What did you do? Uh, ordered a new phone. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was that was a that was a big deal. A banner so moment. About that. I spent far too long thinking about the precise time when I had to order it. Okay. Because I went I went away to my sister in law's for the big day, and we we went on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Then we were home for like two days, and then we were away for New Year. Mm-hmm. And I had to order my phone so that it would arrive at a place where I was when I was there. Ah, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you've got to, yeah, you've got to do a coordinated uh, drop. Uh, yeah, so they couldn't guarantee they were going to get it to the holiday home where we were while I was there. So I could have ended up with my phone in Shropshire and me in, in Birmingham, and that would be rubbish. Um, so then I was waiting every day, going on and checking the delivery dates. And then I, <laughs> then I bought uh, an expedited delivery to arrive on uh, the day I was going to get home. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, cause this is great. I'm going to get home and I'm going to get, get a new phone. And then they sent me a, a tracking notice um, the day before saying, good news, we shipped early. I was like, no, no, no. The one time I don't want it to ship early. Not shipped early. Not shipped early. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so um, I ended up having to go to Minworth, which is... Um, not the not the nicest place to try. Say, to. No, no, no one. It's it's it sounds a little bit the uh, the Douglas Adams line of um, uh, all my friends went to heaven or hell, and I was sent to Minworth. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but I got the phone. I got cool. the phone. And Good. talking of uh, notice, I did my mark doing beware of the leopard voice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you come off the back of one of us, you have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I'm learning. I'm learning new things. I have a voice. So, uh, for, you know, Christmas was Christmas was Christmas for Christmassy things. Mm-hmm. Going to Christmassy places, spending Christmassy time with Christmassy people, mm-hmm. and I, I can talk to you about, more about that. But um, how do you think our our little podcasting gambit stop over the stop holidays? stop everything? What happened? Um, Stripe would like my feedback. <laughs> Okay. I need to let them know how they've done. Okay. Now, is it terrible, bad, okay, good, or great? They give you the they give you them in that order. Yeah. Wow. With um, different orders of uh, different colours of face, uh, with with different degrees of frown or smile, from um, orange and unhappy to yellow and open mouthed and unhappy. Wow. Yeah. What for? What have you done? Uh, I moved everything um, from one Stripe. Well, I sort of moved things from one Stripe account to another. Or rather, I associated one business uh, Mm. uh, with with a different... Oh, God. Right. I associated my Stripe account with a new business because... Mm. Uh, most of my Stripe uh, volume is through Podient, and Podient is now a limited company. Yes, it is. It's now its own company. So uh, I wanted uh, the Stripe funds to be able to go to that company and be associated with it and have the bank statements show all that. And so uh, I got in touch with their support people and said, how can we do this? Because I don't want to have to manually move all my customers over to a new thing. And mm. uh, we worked it out and they, they helped and they were very helpful. And uh, and I call that great. So I've given them feedback. Good. All right. So that was your Christmas. <sighs> that was my Christmas, pretty much. Um, it was my New Year's Eve. Uh, I, I've been um, working sort of hammer and tongs to uh, uh, move Podient stuff over so that everything is in its own company-owned accounts, which means all the storage stuff, 
you know, it's it's like it's it's so weird and prosaic, but it's really important to do because it then means you can budget correctly uh, mm-hmm. when all your storage is in the right place, as opposed to being in in the sort of in my consultancy company. So, uh, yeah, so there was all well, you've got to have your buckets in the right place. Exactly. Um, yes, and uh, now it turns out that um, I'm not even hosting my files on Amazon anymore. Who'd have thought it? Yeah. Um, I moved to something that is 10 times cheaper. Wow. Is <laughs> Literally it, 10 it, times cheaper. Is it 10 times less good? Uh, I hope not. 10 times fewer good? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I certainly hope not. So far, it seems to be uh, handling things just fine. Um but yeah, uh, so that, that yeah, that was that was kind of my Christmas. Um, I I had a cold for ages, uh, and so I think Christmas morning I woke up and I was just like, well, not very nice. I'm going to have a fine Christmas. Um, and my dad was laid up with a bad leg, um, so it was kind of it was quite sedate, but it was it was very nice. And I did didn't you eat. did you Christmas at the mothership, or mm-hmm. did you Christmas at home and then go to the mothership on the day? Uh, oh well, Christmas at home and then mothership on the day, yes. Uh, yeah. And which is now the, the sort of very much de rigueur because the the cats are here and I don't want to ah. ferry them around. So you woke in your bed and then you kind of w- w- ambled over and had your lunch and. Pretty much. I mean, it's it's Watch not the queen so much or whatever anymore, um, because they live almost in a different county. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's it was uh, yeah. It was it was nice and Ooh. watched the Doctor Who special and oh. didn't eat um, as much as I normally would because I didn't have the appetite because I was ill. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was good. Did you have to? Did you have to public transport there then, or did someone no, come pick got, you up? Got a, got a pick up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I was going to say because I, I can't imagine that public transporting on a Christmas day works. No. Does it even run? I. You know what? I don't know. I've I've got a, um, I've got a bus on New Year's Day before. Mm. I've never got a bus or any kind of public transport. I don't think on Christmas Day, um, unless it was. I'm trying to think. No, I don't think so. Because like. Back in the day, before I lived in um, the slightly more interesting place that I live now, uh, mm. I might have to public transport back on a New Year's Eve if I was going to the Heron Hounds to go and see a band mm. or whatever. But that was usually before midnight anyway. So I don't know. I don't think I've ever caught a bus on Christmas Day. Uh, and I've never seen one. <laughs> I'm not sure I've actually seen one go. I don't think that's a thing then. Yeah. There yeah. you go then. Well, there you go. There you go. So what did you think of Doctor Who? Um... I'm not sure I was fully on board, and I don't think that's necessarily uh, to do with the episode. I think I wasn't, I maybe wasn't as receptive to everything. Um, mm-hmm. I I do like watching uh, Atticus Finch or whatever his name is um, play uh, the First Doctor because I, I enjoyed yeah. that in the dramatization of you know that was fab that that, yeah. that show he did about yeah. Hartnell rather than the, the Doctor. It. Yeah, That's yeah, it. that was <clears throat> so. Is I, I like, yeah, I really like the idea now that they are actually allowing themselves to go back into the doctors with a different, which is it's kind of silly in a way because obviously the whole point of the doctor regeneration <laughs> is because they had to recast. Yes, but now they're recasting those particular numbered increments of the doctor. Mm. That's 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 really quite. It's really quite fascinating. Please, 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 please let Sean Pertwee play John Pertwee's doctor at some point. Oh, my God. Have you seen him cosplay as his dad? No. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, that's cool. 
Um, um, yeah. I yeah. like Sean Pertwee. Uh, I will a lot. try. I will try and find the picture of it. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Pertwee's four, isn't he? Yes. Yes, I'll take you. Yeah, I'll take you. Um, so yeah, I, I would. I would love to see Sean um, take up the mantle of playing his dad. Now that we've got this idea that you can have another actor play a different iteration of the Doctor yeah. rather than a fresh iteration of the Doctor, that would be fabulous. I'd love to see a gruff. I'd, I'd actually like to see um, Sean Pertwee play like the Master or maybe even a, yeah a, a different mm. Doctor just because he's got that. All right, you know he could, he could probably give it a bit of you slag, or he could be. <laughs> He could be the guy who presents MasterChef, the celebrities, and he has a slightly uh, more clipped accent. And yeah, or, still or, very or Gotham's. Um, oh Alfred yeah, Taylor. he was really good as um, as, as as Albert. Uh, Al- I lo- Alfred? I, Alfred. Alfred. I love the idea that Alfred is now a former SAS officer as well. Yeah. So he's got some real chops. Yes, <laughs> he was. That's he was one of the bad. better things about that series, which was otherwise kind of dull. Oh, you know, I haven't. I haven't watched. It must be up to season three or four by now. I watched all of season one and I want to watch season two. But um, in terms of, of TV sharing, uh, my mm. wife's just gone, no, that's too silly. We won't watch that again. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's, so it's now in my list of things that I'm going to watch on my own. Yeah. Um, and I will. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, and maybe I can bring it in soon because I watched the first couple of episodes of Hold and Catch Fire. And I said to my wife, you must watch this with me. You will like it. It's good. Yeah. So I think I think I might be able to do that. But no, my point was Gotham is ridiculous. Hmm. Utterly silly, but it's gold in some weird ways. Hmm. Did you see the final episode of season one? Uh, yes. It is, that, is yeah. absolutely batshit. <laughs> and there's there's a really good kind of like um, scene by scene review of it, which I'm going to find and put in the show notes for you hmm. as well. I'm going to have to remember all these things. I'm not hmm. writing anything down. Um, <laughs> Uh, and if you read it, it's like the most comedic thing ever. So I'm, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. It only makes sense if you read it, but mm-hmm. there's, there is, there is a certain joy in Gotham, even though it is ridiculously silly. Okay. Um, so I, yeah, I, I will speak for Gotham. I'll speak <laughs> for all of DC on TV, actually, even the ones I haven't seen, Ooh. But, no, but not the filmy ones. Okay. Um, I really like Arrow and Arrow is ridiculously silly but allows itself to be and doesn't take itself seriously Yes, in a way that DC on film really does <laughs> DC oh on God, film wants oh to God. be epic oh doesn't it just it wants to be oh. dark and gritty and meaningful and yeah 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 and then you watch Arrow and, and it's all like glamorous women going I'm a lawyer and pouting and never doing any work <laughs> uh, and it's just like that's brilliant what are you doing that's insane <laughs> Oh, have you seen Arrow? No, I've not really seen any of the the whole sort of universe so of yeah. So silly, such good fun. I've heard really good things about Supergirl as well, but not watched that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I tried to watch the the Who Christmas special with um, kids. Um, mm-hmm. The little one, little one wasn't prepared to even give it anything. Right, um, but that's fine. He's four. Um, <laughs> probably slightly too young for him. Mm-hmm. Um, probably made a mistake. It was a very wordy episode of Doctor Who. Yes, it was. It was lots of talky-talky do a speech. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of Moffat saying... I'd, I'd forgotten that this was Moffat's um, swan song, as it were. Yeah, I was focused on it being Capaldi's more than Moffat's. Yes. And then, yeah, after the fact, I did think, oh, yeah, he wanted to write a lot, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, won't, won't really miss Moffat myself. Okay. Oh, oh that's interesting. So I did more about new guys. Yeah. Um, um, who is, um, 
who is who's the new writers then? Who are the new writers? Is is the uh, new the, writers? Is, uh, it's Broadchurch, Broadchurch person, isn't it? Oh, is it? it? Oh, hence that's why it's Broadchurch Lady because it's yeah, Broadchurch yeah, yeah, yeah. writer. Well, I mean Broadchurch and who's got lots of crossovers in terms of cast anyway. Yes, because um, you got your Tennant, you got your Coleman. Yes, um, you got your Fitch. Hmm. Um, so yeah, there's there's lots of lots of kind of interrelations there. So, mm. uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, Chibnall, isn't it? Isn't that his name? We're getting this all wrong. There's some Doctor Who fan listening to us <laughs> screaming, screaming at us. But no, I'm yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited for a new writer. I think. Yeah. Um. I I was I was more Team T Davis than than Team Moffat. Okay, that's yeah. I think I I loved the arc of. Uh, the first series, um, having never watched an entire series of Doctor Who before and having never really got into it as a kid, just I think I was at that age where it was like it was I think I was I, I kind of ca- came of age in a non who period, you know, in that. You totally of, did. Yeah. You totally did. Yeah. And so, it, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't have that that thing um but when it came back i thought you know what there's i think it was probably there's i've got a couple of good friends who are really seriously into who in a way that i didn't quite understand so let's give this a go and the first episode was kind of bobbins because Mm. it was uh and it was it was such a predictable doctor who episode like it was like oh this is what i imagine a doctor who episode would be uh it's kind of bad and then there's a couple of funny little jokes and then it got really 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 good um and I loved the whole Bad Wolf arc. And, and that's the first time I'd been introduced to that kind of long tail, like, you know, um, thinking of, of let's let's take this whole season and, and, and oh. create a story out of it. And I really So you'd not really been like a, a Buffyverse person or anything like no, that? No, because this was... Oh, okay. No, and, and there's, no, there's no real reason other than I think... I, I didn't get into a lot of pop culture type stuff until mm-hmm. I was much older. Um, mm-hmm. And so a lot of the TV I watched was, and it actually, weirdly enough, it's kind of still the same now. Like the TV I prefer tends to be more drama and um, more, you know, real life stuff. Um, you know, I, I loved spooks and that was mm-hmm. around that time. I was big into spooks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my thing more than, and, and then like Life on Mars, the the next year, that was always yeah. kind of my jam more than the sort of pop stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I, I, I knew what Buffy was and I had a friend who was who was big into it, but never, so I never watched it. And so wasn't, yeah, was not conversant in this kind of TV making. Um, and I've, in subsequent Who episodes, apart from the odd nod especially when it was coming to the end of tenants run i don't remember them really doing a lot of that anymore like almost having a big reveal right at the end of the season that maps mm. back and makes you retcon all that well not retcon because it was it was legitimately put in there but makes you revisit yeah. all these things and go oh my god that was a clue and that was a clue and that was a clue mm-hmm. they haven't done that again and and i i really appreciated that okay that sort of um uh, 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 usual suspects slash um, turns out fight club turns out yeah mm. um so mm, okay so you don't think that Moffat's period has had that is that what you're saying it's had arcs yeah um and so like you know there was the whole your song is ending thing with Tenant mm. and that dragged on quite a lot and got quite mm. hawkish mm. um there was the the whole 
crack in the in the thing with um you know the, the crack in the door with with pond mm-hmm. uh or the crack in the uh uh, uh what was it just wall cracking the wall, crack in the wall and crack all, in the all wall. that kind of stuff um but there i don't remember there being something where you there are little breadcrumbs left for you that you can come back to mm. and go oh that it turns out all of this was a was a you know was a clue i don't remember that being a subsequent thing okay so um I, my mm, okay so my main thing that's kind of turned me off a little bit is that I felt like they were trying too much to do those sorts of things. Sure. So it's interesting you don't see them and that I've been exhausted by them. But then again, I didn't watch the last season. Oh, wow. Okay. I only watched, uh, I watched the, uh, no, not for any reason other than I didn't get around to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, so maybe that was a little bit more episodic. Um, it and, was and, and really less good. Arkish. Um, there, the, yes. you know, the, the Pandorica stuff and all that sort of stuff. It just seemed like he mm. was too, um, he was too keen to do a clever tying everything up in a bow thing at the end. Um, and, and that yeah. started to great with, with me. And he's, also he's, he's very pleased with himself as a writer, isn't he? <laughs> yes. And I say that as someone who, when I write something that's good, I'm very pleased with myself. Yes. So, you know, he's got every right to be cause he's a good writer, but Sometimes it's a little bit just like, no, just, just, just leave, leave me something. Just don't, don't tie everything up so well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, you don't, you don't need to have everything linked to everything. And that, that's where I've, I felt a little, little bit disappointed with it. It didn't mm-hmm. need, need to always be like that. But yeah, so you don't think it's like that. So that's interesting. And maybe I need to go back. Yeah. That, certainly the, watch the last season. The last season I think was good because it had some really nice, just episodic moments and it, it Doctor Who is a pro- is, is a show that suffers from the problem of scale in terms of um, what's the, there's the phrase um, that that is not coming into my head, but it's they can the stories keep getting bigger and bigger, the stakes keep getting higher and higher and higher, yeah. and what I think was nice about the previous season just gone is that I think they did better at telling smaller stories where the personal stakes are higher, but it's not the whole universe is about to collapse kind of thing. Right. Um, And the arc right at the end with, which I think was mentioned in Dubai Friday uh, with the Cybermen um, and and how that worked out was really, I, I, I thought it was wonderful. Um, and you know, I'm not the most credulous or discerning of, um, of, of Doctor Who viewers. There are people who know a lot more about the law and stuff, but I I enjoyed it in a way that I think I haven't in a while. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Having, so the, just to sort of circle back to the talking with, uh, watching it with the kids thing Mm. and saying it was a bit, bit talky talky, really, really interesting because essentially if, if it's something that um, the kids at school over the next couple of years are going to start watching, mm-hmm. that then uh, my eldest son's doctor is going to be Jodie Whittaker, right? Yes. Um, so, and your first doctor is typically your doctor. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So I kind of I kind of have this idea at the back of my head. You know, he's he's um, moving on up through through junior school into secondary school over the next three or four years that's going to be the doctor that's going to maybe something that people will watch and will talk about and the series might be a huge success so i thought well i just want to get him in on the ground floor there mm-hmm. and so we're we're watching it and i didn't 
I, in my head, I thought like a, regener- a regeneration episode will be a really good start mm-hmm. because you will have a lot of being a Time Lord explained to you through that. Mm. Um, and, and you did, actually, because there was a lot of talk about regeneration and lives and all the history of the Doctor. And you see, you saw lots of, they did one of those montages of all the different faces of the Doctor kind of yep. thing to settle that down. So he, he got that. Mm-hmm. And that was really, really cool. But he was he was watching it and he was really struggling with it. Mm. Uh, and he was like, what's good? Why Why does his hand sometimes glow and sometimes doesn't? What's, who's this other guy? Why are they the same guy? What's mm. this? What's this? And I'm kind of trying to say, I don't want to explain it to you. Mm-hmm. Just try and go with it. It's only an hour long program. Just go with it and see what happens. And they go... The writers will know that you're not necessarily versed in the law, and they're gonna they're gonna hold your hand a bit. Just yeah, just just. But you know, he is eight, and it was quite slow, and it was quite dark, and it was lots of talking. Mm. Um, and it's not a movie, so there's not massive, massive, massive effects budgets and being very effects driven to take you through. It's they're going to have to talk you through a lot of the plot points, mm-hmm. um, even though it does have a generous budget and it's not a cartoon. So again, they can't. They can't just show you everything because of that as well. Yeah. So he was having to tune it in and he was really, really struggling with it. And I thought, oh, he doesn't like this. Mm-hmm. So and I thought, well, that's fine. He doesn't like it. And then we got to the end and he was like, wow, mm. there's a new one. And she's fallen <laughs> out of the spaceship. What, what's going to happen next? And I was like, yep, there you go. Yes. <laughs> so mission, I, think, mission I think we might watch the first couple of episodes of the next series and see see how he gets on. But yeah, it was kind of like, he was a bit bored, a bit listless. And then at the end, he was all like, woo. Brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was quite fun. That and fun. it was an inter- it was an interesting episode because of the, the stuff we talked about, about Fitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, we- it's reminded me of the thing I need to do. I need to get the Pertwee photo. I've, I've oh, get the picked, Pertwee photo. Yeah. I picked, like my, I picked up my phone and I'm taking notes now. Excellent. So I remember, remember the things I've promised you. um there's a there's an item uh in in to to get meta there's an item in in our list here called christmas episode reviews yes i was i started talking i i was i was asking you that and you got excited about stripe (laughs) so what what i said to you was um yeah christmas christmas things i'm happy to talk more about that but one thing i really want to talk to you about is how you thought our Christmas workarounds went in terms of the episodes that we dropped of Thread and, mm. and, and Leopard. Have we had any feedback, particularly on the Leopard one? <laughs> Loads. Uh, there, there, was a, there was an ongoing conversation um, between Bounder and, and one or two other people uh, about various points that were raised uh, within the episode. Um, this is, so we're talking specifically about the episode that we did, which the watch along. is a fortnight break. So yeah. rather than our usual panel show chat, we did a watch along with a pausey pause, mm-hmm. talk talk. Um, yeah, so it's, that's the episode we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think it went. I think it went down quite well. I had I had a couple of people saying that um, on on Twitter and things saying that uh, they seem to be enjoying things. So uh, did they actually watch good. along? You got any sense of? Oh people no, I don't know. They're just listening to us. I being think. Idiots? I, th- I think. The majority of people were just listening to us being idiots. Okay, from what I'm from what Piece I'm getting, charge. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know what. So as an exper- as an experiment to do a watch along episode, is that a thing that we're going to do again? I don't see why not. I think it. You know, it's 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 a quick way of being able to um, get some stuff out. 
um, mm. you know, and and in in the same way that you know an improvised podcast. Um, it means it doesn't mean no work, but it does mean if you are, it kind of shifts the burden of responsibility and means that you've got to be good and interesting in the moment, uh, mm-hmm. rather than pepper your good and interestingness throughout the episode and hope it comes good in the edit. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really just a redistribution of of skills. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think if we if we pick something again, you know, may, maybe as a once we once we hit the big the big time um we could do a watch long of the film maybe um Ooh. possibly without pausey pause um because it's so long but i think uh that could be you know that could be a thing that we do um mm. you know i, I liked I, d- I did a little editing trick which i enjoyed which was starting the audio um so i i played a a, a bit of the intro audio underneath us speaking to help anchor the listener so that they know mm. that we've started um and then that that sort of gradually fades out um and I so noticed. i noticed oh okay well there you go um yeah it's good it was very good and so i think you know that kind of thing helps and um and there was only one edit and then uh <laughs> the rest of it was uh was uh it was good yeah when we do it again we will we'll know how it works and yes. i won't get stroppy <laughs> You were tired. The I think the actual the most heartbreaking moment for me in that little thing is actually when Danny does his Danny thing and you just go, Danny, please mate, don't. And that was like, oh, oh. It, you know, it wasn't so much that you know we we got a little bit we got a little bit shirty with each other. But it was mm. the it was the bit where Danny's doing his nihilistic. Isn't it brilliant when any everything collapses? Laughter, and you had no time for it, um, and you were just like, "Danny, mate, don't." And that was just like, oh, oh. is that what you refer to as my school teacher voice? No, no, no. It wasn't. It was more. No, it was a it was a very human moment of I can't deal with you being that version of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> but, oh, yeah, um, well, I think I think we'd recorded four shows or something that day. Haven't oh we? God, it was it was a it was a day. It was a real day. It was a long long record. I'd, I'd recorded I think earlier in the day. I'd done earlier in the week with you, I think, and Dan, and then we did, or it may have been Bander and Dan. I can't remember. Uh, and then we did a show, um, a normal show, and then we took a quick break, and then we did that. Uh, and and there was a long lead-in period as well because we you know there were bits of prep that we had to do. Uh, uh, Bounder was trying to find a quote for me to read, and then we were trying to find a way to actually get the quote make, to you, get the quote to me in a way that I could actually read it with my eyes. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I was a terrible, terrible friend that sent you sent you a photograph of about four thousand words of text, and you were like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we've um, talked about this <laughs> <laughs> uh, photos of text aren't text um and then um and then we had to all come up with our intro uh little lines and everybody had and then one person hadn't and so we all had to sort of figure out what we were going to say um and so yeah we, and then we finally got into it and, oh and then there was a whole like how do i play the video now how do i root audio so that uh i can listen to the episode and that's not going to come out on the stream and all this kind of stuff but we, we finally we got count there. down from three to one <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I do that thing that lots of people do where i go on three three two one <laughs> 
not on three. Exactly. That's on zero. It's very much not on three. I'm glad you're not at mission control in uh, NASA. <laughs> All right, everyone, on ten. What? <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Um, but yeah, oh, and then and then that's we had- probably what happened to the Beagle. They probably had you working on <laughs> countdowns, and that's why it was slightly off course. <laughs> so British of us. So very British. Uh, it's because we we didn't want to talk to the Americans who were doing everything in metric, uh, Do remember- or doing everything in Imperial, and we were working in metric. Do you remember seeing Dave Roundtree's little broken face on TV? Oh, poor Dave Roundtree. Oh, so, it's so strange. What a strange post-pop star career to just be hanging around with some scientists, like like when Robbie left Take That, and, and he was following Oasis around. That's what Dave Roundtree was with the Beagle mission. <laughs> well, it worked anyway. for Brian Cox. Yes. Oh, the universe. Things can only get better in the universe because it's massive. Look at well, look at up at not the Brian sky. Cox. You what? Sorry, what? That's the other man. No, it's the same. It's basically the same. It's just that with um, uh, with with the other man, the, the man name? who the stares at goats. Um, What's his name, though? His name is John Ronson. With John yeah. Ronson, you just need to add devoticism. So it's uh, and, and it's it's possibly a little bit more northern, and it's slightly softer. It's it's and so yes, I went to go and find out what space was all about. And at so some point, I decide Cox. whether I'm Vian Cox or whether I'm the other one. And uh, yes, uh, the, I went to the Builder Bear uh, workshop and and all that stuff. So yes, I went to the Builder Bear workshop. Yes, it's it's a joke I made on uh, on Beware of the Leopard as well because John oh. Ronson did a whole thing about the Bilderberg Group, which is distinct from the Builder Bear workshop. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say, is there a conspiracy about Builder Bear? Uh, oh, I bet there is. I bet. There Sounds is. like a Black Mirror episode. Oh, yes. how good Black Mirror! I don't how know. Good. Oh, I don't know how good Black Mirror is because <laughs> it's very good, Mark. Yes, I believe so. Um, I, I have yet to watch it because I've been re-watching. Uh, I started this while I was working a few weeks ago. Just figured it's on Netflix. Mm. It's been a while since I've had a rewatch, and it's just sort of good telly I can have on in the background. I started rewatching Breaking Bad. Oh, nice. Um, and the first sort of three seasons of Breaking Bad are quite fun. Um, and then it just gets more intense. And the, the episode Ozymandias, which is directed by Ryan Johnson. It is. Him off of, out of off of Star Wars, is I wasn't prepared because I'd, I'd watched it once before, obviously. Um, and I used to do, a, I, I did a podcast with me and a chap. Uh, we we talked about each episode as they as it came out. Um, of, of Breaking Bad? Yeah. Oh, wow. um, we did the last eight uh, and then we went on to do other other series, and it was quite a fun little show. Um, and um, so, yeah, we we did we did that. And so I, I remember watching the episode, and um, I wasn't prepared for just how harrowing it was again for the second time. Really? Yeah, um, because uh, the the stuff as I get older, and as I now have you know, nephews and, and as I become just more of a human stuff with babies, uh, especially, um, Mm. really, really affects me. And so seeing this baby in distress, um, and you know, it's, it's, it's the fight. I think that's the one with the fight between Walt and, uh, Skylar and, um, and then he takes, takes the baby 
and there's this heartbreaking scene where he's in a petrol station um uh baby changing bathroom and he changes um little holly and he looks at him and just goes mama and it's just like yeah. it's kind of mawkish and kind of predictable but like it's so well done and and not overly done that it and and he just sort of looks at, at holly and, and it just doesn't say anything but it, with him you can just sort of see the like i know i know um this is not ideal um and yeah, and and there's a, there's a couple of scenes like that, you know, where where he runs out the house, uh, drives out the house, and then Skylar runs after him, yelling because he's taking the baby, and it's just it's horrible, um, and it yeah, it wasn't fun. And then the last episode is um, yeah, a good bit darker than than I remembered, um, but good, very 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 good. And so I think now that that's my evening viewing done, mm. I think I can probably return uh, to Breaking Bad. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think I will, and I think uh, I will look forward to that. I think it'll be good. To, to, to Breaking Bad or to Black Mirror? Sorry, to, to Black Mirror. Yeah, so I was going to say, I thought you were watching Breaking Bad. Yes, indeed. So um, just while well, we're in Ryan Johnson land for a second, yeah. uh, my, my favourite one of his episodes is actually Fly. Fly. Yeah. It's great. It's a great That's, episode. That is, the, uh, that is the absolute boy. I do like, I do like uh, a bottle episode when it's done well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had that discussion with my brother because we were we were going to see Star Wars. We had a little uh, bro time, um, uh-huh. and um, on the way there, I was saying, "Oh yeah, it's you know, it's directed by." Cause he's not like he likes Star Wars and he likes Breaking Bad, but he's not, you know, he's not sort of plumbed into the to the things. And so I said, "Oh, you know, this is directed by." Uh, he, he directed an episode of Breaking Bad, and he and he he went, "Is it that episode where the two of them are in the thing and they're trying to catch yeah. a fly?" And I was like, "Yep." Yeah, I didn't. I thought that episode was dumb. <laughs> oh wow! So, so is he? Are you light side and he's dark side in terms of um, how you found the, the movie? No, we both really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah, have, you, have we talked about the movie? No, mate. Well, we talked a lot about we we talked a lot about it being Geek Christmas when we were doing those back to back recordings. Yes. Okay. You were, are we yeah, are we, we contractually our... obliged to talk about it as we have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that and iPhones. Um, yeah, I mean, so uh, got my iPhone and I'm going to see Star Wars. So, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, and uh, I, I see, I, I understand everybody's um, problems with it, and I think I have the same problems with it, but I didn't care because I just enjoyed the film. <laughs> well, there is that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, think a lot, I think a lot of people's problems are caused by themselves. Yeah, actually, they do it that's to themselves, exactly, and that's why it really hurts. Exactly, I think that's exactly how I felt about <laughs> the previous year's Christmas special episode of Doctor Who. I was like, I feel like this is an episode that a bunch of people are not going to like, but I don't mm. care. And there, there's this, there's that, but you know what? It's it's a Christmas episode of a children's TV show, and I really enjoyed yeah. it. And you know, what was last year's Christmas episode? Uh it was uh, a kid. Um, it's something to do with a big spaceship, uh, like right. No, Go like genuinely. <laughs> I know, I know. Sorry, that's not that helpful. Um, I'm having a few memories, but m- I think most of what I remember is Bailey's on that day. Last Christmas was a really good one. Was it the one that was a Christmas Carol? Uh, and it had um, and it had your, your man uh, with nail in it. Uh, your um, uh, I don't think so. Why can't I remember with nail's name now? What's wrong with my head? You know, you you posh man. Uh, yes, sure. Come on holiday by mistake. You know him. Yes. You know him. Yes, I do. Um, 
He was the big bad one Christmas, and it was it was like oh, a Christmas right. Carol done through Doctor Who. Yeah, I don't think I'm it was. Sure, that was Capaldi. Maybe it was Smith. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Well, it, he's Capaldi's done what three, four Christmas specials at this point. Is he really? Yeah, because his his series started in 2014. Wow. So yeah, he would have done four, I guess. Okay. No, mm. all right. I'll, t- I'll take that. Mm. Um, anyway, what what, what we say? We were Doctor uh, Who, Doctor Who, Star Wars, Star Wars. Um, oh, we were saying, yeah, people just they damage it for themselves. I mean, like, I guess I was a little bit critical of Doctor Who just now uh, when I was sort of saying I'm not really that much of a big fan of Moffat. But then again, I'm not. I don't go around being a Doctor Who fan. Yes, I don't negotiate <laughs> my identity in those terms. But Doctor Who fandom is terrible. And um, it, on a sliding scale, I think you've got Sherlock fandom, <laughs> Doctor Who fandom, and then Star Wars fandom. Probably Doctor Who and Star Wars are now equal in terms of people who claim to love a thing wanting nothing more than to absolutely destroy it. Yeah, that is... And tear it down and just not enjoy it at all. Yeah, that is an interesting and weird... Um... Uh, facet of people's personalities it's mm. it's like they they've they've taken this thing that i love and they've not done it right therefore it's not that i don't hate it's not that i hate the thing it's that they've done it wrong because the thing i remember is canon and is uh you know this that that's the ultimate thing the thing that is in my memory is the show and what you've mm. made doesn't hit any of the points in my memory therefore uh it's not the show therefore it's so wrong th- it's a total lack of um, maturity as a viewer, though, to 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 take that position of. So one of the I don't I don't, I don't want to do another Star Wars dissection podcast because everyone's seen one. Consider this a spoiler horn blown at this point if you <laughs> if you haven't seen the film. But uh, like the criticisms of, and I'll, I'll just do this one, and I won't do any more. Criticisms of Luke Skywalker's characterization in the film, mm-hmm. as you're like, well, Luke Skywalker wouldn't do that. It's like, well. You last saw him when he was about 24. Yeah, you last saw him, what, 40 years ago? <laughs> and he's 60. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, he's different, but you have to be mature enough to realise that people have a life course and that they're not preserved in aspect. Yeah. And, and then also or, a lot, or amber, a lot. Or, um, yeah. uh, or, uh, or carbonite. There any pres- any preservation medium. Um, and... and and also a lot of a bit like a lot of the specific criticisms of 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 his characterization. I'm just like, like you've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> People saying, "Oh, oh, why is he doing jokes all the time?" It's like if you've seen Return of the Jedi, this is a man who does a force trick on an entire race of uh, entire species of little teddy bears, right? <laughs> and he thinks it's fucking hilarious. He yeah. convinces the Ewoks that his droid is a, go- a god, and he is pissing himself laughing. They also... I've forgotten about that. They also have conveniently forgotten that um, at one point Chewbacca swings through the jungle and... uh yeah, Tarzan. Like Tarzan, yeah. <laughs> and so when when CGP Grey and when um, Brady Heron... Oh, my Heron God. Are that Halloween review of it. Um, are complaining oh. about real-world Earth things coming into uh, the Star Wars universe that strangely enough didn't come up oh i that hello internet was just i was like you 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 need to stop talking about films <laughs> to where you know what you're doing boys because you you don't know you don't know films you don't know how to talk about films leave this to john syracuse please <laughs> because he knows what he's doing just no talk about maths <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, uh, 
it's it was yeah it was fun um so mm. um uh, we were we you you we, we were we were remembering um the mental clans of our youth i feel like this is something that we talked about a few weeks ago and and we might have just sort of clipped it off at one point um no we 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 we've talked about this on tape ah uh, uh, just so um i can't remember how, how we got in how we got into this but it's it's an interesting topic yeah so you've had you've done you've done your time mark <laughs> Uh, did you do the crime? Because you did the time. Um, you've done your time working in um, what? What should we call it? A web agencies? agency? Yeah, I've done I've web done agencies, software. digital agencies, marketing agencies. What uh, would you call all of those um, and, and different ones? Um, I I've worked at a traditional software house, you might call it, um, that uh, did accounting software for the fabric industry. Um, okay. I worked at... Charged by the meter? Sorry. <laughs> um, we also built... Um, I can't remember how this happened, but we 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 also uh, wrote um, accounting software for printers, and that is really complex because... Uh, there's lots of bad handling that needs to be done. Yeah, there's, there's different- spillage and wastage and, you know, because you've got to look at ink prices and then there's there's ah. the, the area of how the ink is th- done and then there's, yeah, there's, there's spread and, and, like, wastage around safe areas and all this kind of stuff that you are, you're supposed to budget for when creating a, a printing quote. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, do, you, do, you know the, do you know the thing about the fat rules? Do you know how that works? It's oh, not, God. I, it's very inside baseball, but it, 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 there's... there's. I like that you're just using that now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I own that phrase now, Tony. Yeah. I, I, know, I know what it means. Um, <laughs> there's So the, the, the paper stock that you use affects the 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 uh, affects the tax ratings, but also the end application of the printed product affects it as well. Ah, so there's like there are uh, if it's on this type of paper and it's being used for this application, then it's not VAT rated. If it's on a different type of paper but it's for that application, then it is VAT rated. If it's um, for any application but it's on that type of paper, then it's not VAT rated. It's it's very very strange. And if it's baked, um, yes, as opposed yes. to if you warm yeah. up the printing, yeah, and then take it off. Greg's site. <laughs> then it's then, a luxury item. Um, and and if it is a biscuit, then you do have to pay tax. <laughs> that is uh, for only for our British listeners who will understand what that is all about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that was mental. And then um, marketing company, uh, like an old school marketing company, um, who had a sort of fairly uninteresting and unremarkable web arm uh, staffed by really good people but just the whole company was it, it's it's old school and i think maybe a bit comfortable and i think that's that's part part of the problem because they they went through like a tricky time and they had some redundancies and stuff and i came in off the back of that and i think probably a lot of it is because a lot of their work was fairly kind of rote and uninspired and like all of their copy was just puns and yeah. um all of their websites were the, like one of their design they they got print designers to design websites which meant yep. they were all like fixed height because they yep. couldn't they genuinely couldn't conceive of uh websites that scrolled and they just didn't get it uh, well, and this was only 2006 and so I was going to say there's part so part of that sometimes is the, there's that print paradigm but so um not so much on the software side but certainly in the the marketing communications side of the web industry I I'm from a similar background 
um, and probably would have, I would have started working a little bit before you, wouldn't I? Because I started yeah. in 2000. So absolutely that, that thing of, oh, our print designers designed our website and you just go, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, yeah, please, don't let, get... please, please don't let me look at this. But the client sometimes did the thing about the fold as well. Oh, well, the, I mean, this is, this is not even the fold. Keeping everything above the fold and yeah. to the point where they would want a, a height constrained website. Yes. And they wouldn't understand that, that there is no such thing as the height of the screen. Yeah. I mean, this is this is even before you got into the world of mobiles and things, and it was it was always yeah. hard to explain that just because you have your screen resolution set at this because that's what mm. your IT manager says, mm. um, and you know you don't have the admin privileges to change it, doesn't mean that other people don't have the same thing or a different monitor or different needs or anything like that. And it was yeah, it was always a hard. <clears throat> A hard, you know, a, a hard discussion to have, and and I genuinely, from from some of the design team, used to get website designs at three hundred DPI, right? Because they were, because that's what their print software exported yeah. images out as, yeah. and so you'd you'd start putting these designs together at seventy two, and they would just look, they were way too small, um, mm-hmm. and we had one designer who uh, he at one point he discovered rotating banners of images so you you get like a a whole bunch of images uh, in a marquee and you could mm-hmm. just looping rotate them and mm-hmm. uh, we he put them in so many designs that I ended up writing a special library to do the looping correctly right. um, so that it would take off the images on the you know as soon as they'd uh, disappeared off the left hand side and move them over to the right hand side uh, so that the, the loop could happen as sort of um, uh, you know uh, uh, as um, seamlessly as possible uh and so yeah there was there was that stuff and i i built content management systems for them and then uh from there i went to a Ooh. like a design focused web agency yes content Either. management systems <clears throat> so in, in this conversation of, of the the weird and wonderful things that clients who have websites built by us uh <laughs> Uh, in, in, yeah, in this conversation about the crazy things that clients have asked us to do, you just mentioned content management systems. How many times did you have a project specification that said you needed to have an editable latest news section <laughs> on the website? And how many times did the clients actually ever add latest news to their websites? And I'm going to just throw an example down. Yeah, please do. Just to, just to say, I'm going to set a benchmark here Hmm. um one of the first projects that i did live paid for projects not not the very very first the very first one was uh i did i I worked um freelance but in-house at the university on a number of uh web projects there uh but then when i sort of cast the net out for some more clients one of the first projects i did was for a vehicle repair garage in uh worcestershire Mm -hmm. um it was it's a a body shop right Mm mm-hmm and they insisted that they would have a latest news section on this website. This website went live in 2000. It finally went offline last year, to the best of my knowledge. Right. And in that time, the latest news was never updated. (laughs) So (laughs) there was this letter from the managing director about all the innovations in their plant that I put up on the latest news section and that stayed there for 16 or 17 years. Nothing in the website ever changed from that day. Good grief. 
incredible yeah well i <clears throat> i think I, I was lucky in that most of those when i when we built them because we were in that transitional period in in 2006 and 7 between um every website is static to every website is static but has this sort of one updatable area to every website uh has a content management system to every website is on one of the three content management systems you've heard of that's the transition yeah, yeah, and my career went on the same transition. So uh, I start, you know, I, I've always built content management systems, and kind of, I mean, that's what Podium is at its heart, and and that's what mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with, and that's what my last business was, uh, Nimble, uh, which is still going. That's basically a CMS, and I'm kind of, I love building them, and there's something about I always seem to come come back to doing them, mm-hmm. and so. When I first started freelancing in 2005, I built one. I actually built a desktop one. Um, wow. Yeah, and <clears throat> and so that's what it was. It was building CMSs that, that got me the job at the marketing company. And then, yeah. And so we were in that transition period where we'd have uh, lots of static sites and then you'd just have this, this latest news thing. And I think for a lot of them, they actually were updated because I think it's probably because uh, by dint of us being a marketing agency, we were employed by, you know, companies that had a PR department. And so it was the PR department who would probably drive that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, we did the site for a popular um, chain of uh, very discounted, uh, cheap retail stores where everything is a particular price. Um, and um, so Dollarville. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um <laughs> Eurotown. Um, <laughs> Population U. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything is one euro. And and yeah, and 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 that was kind of the same thing. And and like because it was driven by the marketing department or the PR people, like that stuff was always updated. But I do I absolutely do know um that trope. And weirdly, when I joined this company, they had a static site with a um an updated latest news section and my boss because it was it was it's like four or five companies that are part of a group mm-hmm. and they're independent companies and can budget independently and act independently but they're all part of a group and um so they did their own hiring and they hired me and my boss wrote a it wasn't even i don't even know if they called it a blog at that point i think it was yeah latest news he wrote a latest news post um probably hand wrote it in HTML or used the uh, tiny MCE text editor um, and got in trouble for it because it was all all latest news content for the website was supposed to be written by that group's marketing department. Uh, And yeah, apparently this, this sort of nice benign let's welcome Mark to the fold post got the man in trouble because he was supposed to, um, defer to the copywriting people and the copywriting people never kept the site updated so it would never have gone on had uh, it been submitted so there you go it's a laugh and it would have had puns in it if it had gone oh on. yeah no of course it would have um you know um this marks uh, a new transition into uh the business or something or something yeah um we are yeah and so like, I just continue- got the joke. Yeah, I just got yeah, the joke. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. continuing that trajectory, like we went from every website has to have a CMS to every yeah. website has to be on WordPress. And mm-hmm. that was the next job I had. Like if, if it wasn't on WordPress, like it, 
I, I I love the people I work with for the most part, but you would you would look across a room at people and I would say, this one, you know, WordPress might not be the right uh. tool for this job, and they would sort of just look at me and like, what what do you, what do you mean? You build web, you it's a bypass. You've got to build bypasses. Got to build bypasses. It's it's a website. It's got to be on what uh, what. What do you mean? What? No, there's WordPress, and mm. and I'd have to explain that. I mean, they knew that other things existed, but like, I it, it, and it, it all just came down to. And I think this is for the most part, it's changed there now, which is good. Um, but I think for the most part, it was a fear of something different. They did not like because this is going to be maybe unkind, but not everyone was at the greatest skill level uh, in terms of the technical aspect. And so people were very comfortable in the things they knew how to do. They knew how to use what WordPress calls a tag, which is like confusing because tags mean two different things. But what everyone else calls PHP code, they call WordPress tags because WordPress want you to think that everything's simple. And so they, they knew how to put those in or where to copy and paste them from and knew how to make a gorgeous website, but not so much what to do when that tag didn't work or you had to do a slightly more complex query and and that ended up being my job. And and what's weird is I tried to affect certain changes in the company and as soon as I left, those changes started to get affected because someone else was better at doing them. And I don't, I'm really curious as to know what the technique was because those the technique to make people change yeah to make people do the things <clears throat> because they started to happen when i left which really made me interested in like okay well what was i because i tried for the most part to be i think fairly deferential and maybe mm. that was the thing maybe it was someone coming along going no you don't do it like that and may, you know maybe ruffling feathers is actually how you do it and yeah. I, you know, yeah. and being being the new person in the room allows you a certain yeah. Voice. And that's what I thought was going to work when I originally joined the company. I thought as the new guy, but I don't know. Um, it it was a strange company to to work for because as much as I enjoyed certainly a couple of the relationships there, mm. um, it wasn't uh, a company that I felt the most at home at. Um, right. because I, at the time, didn't wear check shirts and didn't listen to the right kind of music, and there was a real vibe of that. And not that they were exclusionary, not that they were um, anything like that, but, like, there was, a like, a smell to the room or there was, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, there was a, there was a palette that, that yeah. you draw from, and if, if you're not part of that, then it's, like, you're not shunned, but you're not really part of it and... That was, you know, always how I felt. Um, but, you know, there are a couple of people there that I, I had, you know, I think more lasting friendships with. Um, yeah. Well, with the um, with the WordPress thing, I mean, mm. there's there's a, there's a reason why WordPress is as big as it is, isn't yeah. there? And, and, and it's because <clears throat> of the things that you just described. And um, what that then means is that, it's something that the client specifically asks for. Um, when you get uh, when you get a brief or when you get uh, an opening introduction, so the client will, much like in two thousand, they would come and they would say, "This website needs to fit perfectly on my screen." Mm-hmm. They will come with, um, "I need a WordPress build." Yeah, 
because that's the thing that they understand that they need to have because they've had conversations with other people yeah. or that's the thing that they understand that they need to have because they're the new broom who's arrived in the company and got the project to change the website up and running yeah. and they've used WordPress in the past. And there, yeah. there's also a utility there in the fact that um, there's documentation in how to drive WordPress for the customer Yes, that's, that's ready to go and there's a good knowledge base uh, from the customer and the content owner's side of things uh, around how to actually edit bloody things once they get once they get into WordPress. Yeah. And so whilst I totally recognize your thing of, this isn't the best tool as an engineer for this job. It is the best there's tool for certain lots, social lots factors that mean that it is the tool that everyone's going to defer to. Absolutely. I, I've, um, I've made my, not made my piece because that sounds wrong, but like there was a period where I had to make my piece. Whereas now, like I, I completely get WordPress's value and mm. uh, I, I have a tremendous... Um, degree of respect for WordPress. Like I, I, I've been through the WordPress snobbery phase. Um, <laughs> I've been through the, like, uh, and and it was while I was there that I, I sort of came around and realised, uh, or maybe towards the end, I was like, I, I do get completely and um, unencumbered why this is a good system. And part of it is, for the most part, well, WordPress the, themselves, Automatic, do a tremendous job of backwards compatibility. They're mm. really, like, they really try hard. I'm not saying they always do it, but they really try hard to make everything backwards compatible. And the things that tend to break are the plugins that are so old that they don't have the same, uh, they don't take the same care mm. um, with backwards compatibility uh, with their own things. But... Um, that there is so much that that system can do and and it will solve so many issues and scratch so many itches that i yeah i i really have I, like i've got no problem with it and i think that the whole wordpress.com thing is interesting because that's yeah. now a completely different system uh, yeah. I, I understand from um from the wordpress you download uh it's built on node.js which is um mm. a completely different and 100% incompatible language from the the version of WordPress that you download don't download or or you know um or otherwise host yourself um and that's really weird and that, so it now it's become a brand uh and and it's become you know a, an alternative to a sort of a, a squarespace mm-hmm. um and i i yeah i think it's um i, I do have a lot of uh, there's a there's a lot of room in my heart for for Squarespace and what they're trying to do and and I think they Squarespace or WordPress sorry for WordPress oh, I'll keep doing that um, All right. and uh, yeah so yeah I I have like there was a period where I said like uh, yeah I have to make my peace with it okay I guess I have to accept that this is the way of the world and now I'm like no I get it and and I will have those arguments with people who turn their nose up at WordPress and go you'll get to a point where you realise it's not all about how clean the not how clean the code is, but or or like how whatever it's it's not all about um, the 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 engineering choices that are made that you think you could make better. It's like, well, this is now twelve, thirteen years, or no, fourteen, fifteen years old as a code base, and it still works and runs really well and powers a quarter of the world's websites. There's Which a reason is a, for that. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, and there's um. I think it's another thing to to think about, which is which goes back to this kind of idea of of what you, what would be an ideal, clean, terse, well engineered solution <clears throat> for something. Um, 
a lot of the sorts of projects that we're talking about, even on a on a basic, you know, sixty hundred bucks hosting package on a virtual server, they're not going to be getting the amount of traffic that you'll get the benefit of having really well running performant code. Yeah. Um, they're just not we're the best one in the world, not to, not to speak down to people no. who are getting a few thousand hits a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a widget company in Staffordshire on a virtual server that's running at a decent spec. Um, you know, you know, they can, that server can cope with the extra load taken by running WordPress rather than the cleanest thing for the job. Yeah. And um, when you get to a scale yes. where the cost of all of that redundant computation that you're doing um, is a factor at that stage, there's, there's two, well, there's two things actually. One, one of them is if you're wedded to WordPress, you speak to automatic and you go and work with um, their VIP team. Hmm. And and then you get an engineered version of WordPress. Oh, well, that's if, cool. if if that if that's a thing that you want to do. And there's some really big brands that run on on WordPress. Yeah. I was speaking to um, I I won't mention him because I, I don't know I don't know about his obsex situation, but uh, for, uh, a a mutual friend that we have who works at Automatic, mm-hmm. and he was telling me that um, anything that Facebook puts on the internet that isn't on their own platform is on WordPress VIP. Oh wow. And uh, a lot of news internationals, newspapers, mm. newspaper websites run WordPress as their CMS. Yeah, I think uh, um, Obama's website was uh, was WordPress, and and that was a big thing. Um, yeah. Um, so so at that sort of scale, then you then you do get, you know, at, then obviously you need someone to actually worry about server load and worry about what code is running where and and worry about the speed of loading those pages. But yeah, your 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 managing director's announcement that in 17 years ago we put uh, we put a new oven in the bloody car body shop in Shropshire. Yeah, um, Worcester even. Um, yeah, you know that that's that's not going to be a problem. Well, I've I've had the um, the privilege to try and solve the problem for that mid range as well and mm. um the the tail end of my of my career at this at this design company there was we 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 found our real niche and um it worked in in a really good way and and they they're still plowing that furrow and um working with with a particular sector and that particular sector has quite high demand and often high demand at very specific times and you know one of the clients that we dealt with would run tv ads and then we'd have to okay. deal with the you know you actually did see the real genuine big boost in traffic oh wow we had to get them to to pre-warn us so that we could ramp up uh, okay. when they were going to um when they were going to wear a tv ad because it was on itv and um we actually found a solution for doing that and and um it was on heroku like we we wow. we've engineered a solution and it's now replicable across a bunch of websites and and i say we it was mainly mainly one of my colleagues who was at the time a bit of a wordpress snob and i think probably still is mm. um but he, he was interested in solving the technical problem because you know he's got that kind of brain you know um and you know we ended up as a team like engineering a solution where we we got wordpress running really quite well and quite quickly on 
Heroku, which is a you know a cloud hosting platform, and you have these tiny little virtual servers that you can kill or or uh, or spin up at various times. And if you're getting high demand, you can say, "I need more of these servers," and they all connect to a common database. And they all connect to a common uh, storage place for all your images and stuff. Uh, and I've got something similar now for Podient, but that's home built. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, but but you know, doing doing that kind of thing um, is a way that you can really help that sort of mid range, and it works. And we, we, you know, we suffered through those periods where the website would just be down, and you would be seeing the five hundred three page because. You know, Heroku could deliver the traffic to us, but then we were failing to honor that traffic because we were we had too much demand. Um, and um, yeah, and so it was like, the, yeah, there are there are ways of of solving WordPress's inherent sort of things, uh, it, it caveats or, or or things you have to bear in mind. They're not problems mm-hmm. necessarily; they're just things you have to bear in mind. And there are ways to there are different ways to skin that particular cat at different levels. And um, yeah, so I think uh, I, I, yeah, I do have a lot more time for, for WordPress as, as a more seasoned and experienced developer who knows that the results are the most important thing. And for a client, the resulting, the resultant thing of, of, of a website that they can edit quickly. And yeah. if they fall out with the agency, the website's not going to disappear. There's not, you know, there's not too yeah. much proprietary stuff there. That ability, that ability to move. I mean, when I when I was writing Project Specs, um, there were a, a few different CMS solutions that I that I'd put forward to people, and I would always put forward, you know, in a um, in in a way that it, it kind of is was to my um, what am I trying to say? Uh, kind of counterproductive for my own ends. Really, <clears throat> I'd be saying like, the, the, you should choose one of these because as much as we can get something written that's bespoke. Um, if you and I fall out, mm-hmm. you can just take this. Mm-hmm. And there are many, many, many people like me yep. who can look after it for you. So that that's what I'm advising you to, to, to do. And that, that is, I think that is a big issue for anyone who's kind of commercially switched on. And I mean, did you ever, did you ever take on legacy projects that had oh God, bespoke yeah. implementations of things or bespoke written CMSs and those sorts of things. Yeah. At the very worst, you just couldn't get into them. Yeah. Uh, and at the very best, they were just a nause. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there were, we, we had WordPress hacks as well. Like that back in, um, back in my, my, you know, my um, beginning working at this company, there were a couple of sites that um, you had to really take care when you were updating them because they had hacks in WordPress that you had to then make sure to reapply once you updated the CMS. Uh, yeah. Um, and, but no, no, like yeah, there has been uh, a few, a few times I've been the guy who comes in and has to take over a particular project written in a particular, uh, framework or CMS, mm. and as much as I hate it, I think I must be good enough at it that people <laughs> keep asking me to do it. You know, back back in the sort of day where I was scrabbling around for a bit more work, that was a, that. Those were jobs that I would take on. It's like we've got this thing written in Cake PHP. Have you ever used that, or have you ever used the Zend framework? No. Well, good luck. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, or, or the, the, like there was some there was some multinational language website that I had to deal with that had a web based CMS where it was X 
XML that you use to define a bunch of stuff. And it was just, oh my God. And oh no, bad, bad, bad memories are coming back. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of those. I've had a lot of those. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, I've now got a tiny little um, PHP web framework that I run on a couple of sites uh, mm-hmm. that talk to Nimble, which is my my object-based content management system. So it's like a, it's a CMS, but for physical object is the idea. And um, it, uh, it, it's because apps, we, we reached peak app uh, in around, I'd say 2013, 2014, where like we reached the zenith of of everybody has to have an app um with mm. a capital a because they were like a special thing um, or apps as you used to say apps apps is that's no that was yeah that was that wasn't was, that one of your clients it was no it wasn't a client it was okay so to tell the story um we got roped in uh to um go and do to attend a hackathon and uh I, there's certain parts of the story i probably shouldn't tell but the the, the hackathon <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Um, Statute of limitations. Uh, it was it was in London, and um, one of the special guests was uh, Michael Ball, Zoe Ball's could, dad. Could, could be Johnny. Johnny Ball, whichever Johnny Zoe Ball. Ball's dad is. I'd prefer if it was Michael Ball now. Yeah, uh, that would be that would be great. Love, love changes everything. Yes. Um, and so Johnny Ball um had. He, it was an education-based um, hackathon, and he had this. For whatever reason, he was he was wheeled out as this spokesperson about mm. digital stuff with education. And so, someone had told him at some point that apps was a thing, and so he he doesn't know what that means, but he's really enthusiastic, genuinely enthusiastic about it. Um, and but he doesn't know what the word means he doesn't know what apps is and so he's taken the word apps a double p s to be the singular of a thing that you can put on a screen that is really good for education and it's really important and you should get behind apps and and so that was the genuine thing so the plural of apps is apps is because apps is the singular uh, and Did so you they kill Cleopatra when they have apples. <laughs> yes. Um, and so we were there for two or three days and, and he would keep delivering this. Um, he would be wheeled out to deliver this presentation like, you know, like um, like a like a, a, a Las Vegas performer where he's got to do it three <laughs> times a day. Um, and, and he would, you know, gather around, gather around. I'm going to tell you how important apses are. You need to get apses, okay? Apses are going to change the world. If you've got an apps and it was like, apparently the one of the, the PR ladies who I knew um, who was helping um, set this up, uh, she tried to, ha- she tried to very um, delicately broach the his his misunderstanding and so it was like when you say apps um how how, how you know what you know she's trying to coax in like are you sure you were saying the right word and he sort of apparently just looked at her and went like yeah a double ps you know the computer thing <laughs> okay oh all oh, 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 right then okay we'll we'll just we'll 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 chalk that one up to experience um and so yeah bless bless his cotton socks 
it, I think it was the fact that he was so genuinely enthusiastic and cared about what he was talking about. He wasn't just shilling a thing that he didn't understand. He didn't understand it, but he really cared that, that, uh, about it and, and understood that it was an important thing. Yeah. And just, yeah, and so Apps's was just uh, so, so delightful. I the- call App Britain. <laughs> have you seen that? No. Oh my gosh! Oh right, I'm gonna to have to get that for you. From that's from the from the thick of it when they oh. go into a school and they try and launch a, a a competition for kids to make apps. Oh right! And the slogan is "I call App Britain." Um, so you'll you'll see that mentioned on the internet whenever the government tries to do something about the internet. <laughs> I will have people, seen the episode. It just it just people will say "I yeah. call App Britain." Um, <laughs> Uh, there's there's a, there's a number of very 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 funny bits. Uh, it was probably the strongest episode of the last season of the thick of it. I, think, yeah. I would say um, there's a number of very very strong bits in there, particularly with all the all the kids kind of saying what, what you want us to make an app for free. Yes, well I, I already make apps and I'm making a fortune kind of thing. It's, it's very yeah. funny. <clears throat> I, I will get that for you. Yeah, um, I, I would have seen it. Written. It's just yeah, because uh, I've seen I've seen all of them, uh, even the uh, the 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 ones that we um, we no longer speak about. Yeah, mm, yeah, problematic episodes. Yeah, the tricky, the tricky ones. The tricky ones. Uh, I just wish they'd go in and, and just airbrush Kevin Spacey out of them. <laughs> they did a really, really good job of like brushing, uh, dusting themselves off, and 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 moving forward. Because um, you know, for those that that are, are, are uh, not in the thick of it, um, there was a dude who uh, was the star of the show before they they sort of you know realised that Capaldi was kind of the star of the show, uh, who was the minister that that you know the mm. camera was following around, and it later turned out that the actor who played him was convicted of um, child sex abuse, and. Um, the, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if he was convicted. I can't remember. Oh, I thought like you he, just yeah, just be careful. Uh, we don't edit, and you know you're out. completely there, right. There, I, was I, a, alleged, there was a he was alleged issue. he was alleged to have done some things. You're absolutely have, right. There may have been a court case. I don't know what. It, well, there was a court case. I don't know what happened. The only uh, are, reason, you, are you saying I'm definitely right, or are you or are you just no? I'm not legally. saying you're definitely right. The only reason I I said it with such confidence is because I've seen. Um, people bounce back from false accusations, and that's happened. Um, mm. Where people have been falsely accused, or, or the, you know, that they, they, they've been found to have not done anything, and they've gone back to having a TV career. Um, and like, this like particular Charles. person, oh shit, yeah, that was the reason why I thought that was, why I thought that was a, a long hiatus. I thought that was a slappy abouty. I didn't think it was. Um, Oh no 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 no! He was he was uh, he was um, remanded in custody um, with all the all the bad guys. Oh dear! It was very 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 bad. Oh wow! That whole that, that whole situation, but um, yeah, he was acquitted. Yeah. So yeah, you know, so m- they, they, move on, and yeah. and he has a career. So yes, indeed, good. Uh, yeah, the fella out of Coronation Street, fellow who presented a you know well, that's Craig Charles as well. Thing, well, sorry, yes, a different different Coronation Street, <laughs> a different actor uh, had a, had a big one. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, and and that's why I was fairly confident, and and I I, I may be wrong, so alleged, um, but that's you know that, that aside they uh, he was they, convicted i've just checked okay thank god for that uh, i mean not thank god, but, yeah. 2017 yeah. uh found guilty and charges of possessing child pornography sentenced to 10 months in prison there you go god, i hope i hope wikipedia hasn't cooked me i hope no one's yeah, gone on there and put put lies you know um so it's uh, yeah and but so, so this all came out around what 2000 
five, six ish. Mm-hmm. And the show went off the air as you would expect. And then they managed to bring it back and just, they didn't, I don't, uh, to my knowledge, they didn't try and do a joke about it. They didn't do a nod and a wink and a, you know, blinking you'll miss mm-hmm. it reference to uh, a minister who'd been taken down for something. They just moved on and um, ended up, you know, doing a very, very, very good series. Um, it is. Yeah, and then Rebecca Front uh, ended up in the last few being fantastic, uh, yeah. and and it it really became the Capaldi show um, more towards the end. But um, yeah, it was um, very good. Oh dear. Oh right, yes. You right? Mm, yeah, I just had a snot bubble Ooh, in my nose. Gosh. Yeah, it's disgusting. I'm sorry. So we um. Well, when I when I put this topic forward, I thought we were I thought we were really really going to go into clients. So we've we've uh, we've had a long and interesting chat about uh, about WordPress instead. Yeah, which I um, thought was good. Yes, I mean, are you wrapping this up because you want to leave or you need to leave? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, okay. no, I'll I'll need to go um, shortly. And so, rather than rushing off into all the things I wanted to tell you about um, my my time working setting up an MP3 player shop. Um, or, or the people who wanted to set up an internet raffle or Ooh. yeah. Or what, what other ones did I have? Um, God, uh, the, the, uh, educational portal that I built. Um, that was, that was a story. Moodle? The guy, the guy he want, no, the guy <laughs> he wanted to bring, um, a, uh, Brazilian sports to the UK and had the license for all the stuff. And we worked with him on that. I've got some, I've got some real peachy stories here and I'm not going to have time to get into them. So no. I'm going to keep my powder dry on those. Yeah, you'll have to because I think I think you've beat me. Because um, the only one that the the, the the one that most springs to mind is the guy who um, was a former RAF pilot and um, it was very brash and <clears throat> wanted to. Um, we we had a sign up process for uh, a, a particular product and mm. we hadn't yet got the payment gateway in place, and so he just wanted to store people's credit card details and i had to explain to him that that's not a thing you're allowed to do and he just went don't you can't tell me what i'm not allowed to do and oh, i just dear. went because I, I i i wasn't afraid of him i just went well no, no I, i'm going to tell you that you can't do that and i'm not going to do that so book up chap and just fill in the form to <laughs> uh to, to to go and get the payment gateway set up go on off you pop well i think that's that's a, a really interesting point and it's it's a key thing that i try and instill in students when i'm working with them which is that just because the client says doesn't mean that we do yeah and and that can be at the level of trying to stop them from breaking the law but it can also just just be at the so going back to the wordpress thing really um you know it, it is our job to challenge the client's brief particularly when they've got a preconception about what they think uh, they need to have mm. um, and, and to push back at them and, and to test it and sort of say, well, is that what you want? What do you want to do with it? Why do you really want this latest news area? Are you actually going to write the latest news on it? How is that going to work? Who's going to be responsible for it? What What are you doing here? What's the end benefit of it? Why are we doing it? Um, and there's so many people who don't do that. You're absolutely and, right. And just do what the client's told them the first time and it shit. 
Yeah, I think I think th- that comes down to especially if you you know if you're an agency that lives hand to mouth, you yeah. you just <clears> want to get the work and you're afraid of telling the client. And I think there's a misconception that you know telling the client they're wrong at the point or, or that there are things to change at the point of um, mm-hmm. uh, a sort of a brief that that means that you're not going to get the work. And I think actually probably counterintuitively means you're more likely to because you, you it shows yeah. that you've actually thought about the problem and have experience enough experience to know that um no just because other websites do this that may work mm. for them but it's not going to work for you yeah that kind of thing i've got a great example of this a great story um which is very much a, a period of uh, very much of its time and you wouldn't get it now but um just to kind of confirm what you've just said really um, that if you if you can push the client hard enough, then you then you're going to do better in the long run. Mm-hmm. One of the most valuable clients that I ever had in terms of uh, annual billing was um, a Birmingham housing agency. They, they don't exist anymore. They've all the housing agencies have absorbed each other and merged, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but this would have been back in two thousand one, two something like this, and. Um, I got contacted. Right, we, we we want to have a website for the housing agency. I didn't even know what. A housing agency was at this particular period of, of, of my time. I'd not come across the idea that the council weren't actually running the council houses, that they'd mm. hived it off to kind of community interest companies and charities. Uh, so I had to quickly learn all that stuff before the meeting. Um, and I took a meeting at the head office, which was in Birmingham. And uh, I'd, I'd been referred in by uh, one of my old lecturers, which was nice. And uh, I kind of went went to them and they you know, sat in the boardroom, tea and biscuits, all very grand. And uh, they kind of go, right, so we want this website, we want it to do this, we want it to do that, we want to have these documents on there, we want to have a, a, a secure area here where only tenants can access, we want to have a secure area over here where only staff can access, we want uh, this contact form, we want this to happen, we want this to happen, we want this to happen. And I'm just taking it all down, writing it all down, and I said, right, okay, I'm going to go away and, and look at all of this. Can I just have a walk around the office and just kind of, you know, get a sense of the organization? And they were like, mm, yeah, okay, all right then. So they kind of gave me a bit of a tour, told me a bit more about them. them. I found out loads about their history and they were really proud of it and uh, all this sort of stuff. So really, really, really fascinating. And doing this, I found out something really, really, really important. And nobody else who'd taken a meeting had done this fact finding that I was doing. And what I found out was, if you wouldn't have ever worked in an office around that period, I wouldn't have thought, I think you might be slightly too young to have had an office job in 2001. Would you, would that be right? Uh, no, I did. I did have an office job in 2001. Okay. You may recognize this scenario. Then mm. there were many people sat by computers. Mm-hmm. There was one computer in the corner of the room that had the internet. <laughs> and if you wanted to use the internet, you had to go to the internet computer. <clears throat> sure to use the internet in this multi-million pound operation (laughs) in the city centre of Birmingham, the second city in the country. And you had to be on that. I think think they had an ISDN line, Mark. They weren't just on 52K dial-up. They did have the full 128Ks. (laughs) Um, I was like, so this is is the internet? And they were like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so how does that work? And they went, well, um, uh, a few people have our email address. If the emails come in, the secretary prints them off and she distributes them in the office. Okay, okay, okay. So I went back to my office and I wrote up an, a real, real outline proposal. I used to write really big proposals. I, used yeah. to, I wrote a real outline one. I was like, this is the sort of thing that you're, t- you're asking me to do. This is the sort of length of time 
that it will take me to do it. Mm-hmm. This is how much I want to get paid per day. Mm-hmm. This is how much it will cost. And this is how long it will take. But I don't want to do a full specification right now because when I went into your office, it became very, very, very clear to me that the level of service you want to give to the customers through this website, you're not able to respond to as people. Yeah. Because you've got one computer connected to the internet because your staff don't necessarily feel confident using the internet because of all these other things. Yeah, that, they're holding that, it at arm's length. They gave me a call a day later and they went, John, we're going to just hold the website project. As far as we're concerned, subject to a final quote, you've got it, mm. but we're not going to do it yet. We're getting an IT consultant in instead. Ah. And we're going to get the internet. <laughs> like plumbed in. Yeah, yeah. And and they, and they did. They did like um, they the money that was going to go on the website project, they pulled forward into a review of IT systems yeah. and training. And they got the, the members of staff who needed to actually interface with the customers. They got them confident on using the internet. They got internet to their desks. They reviewed and renewed some things. And I think it was six, 12 months later, we picked it up again. Nice. Um, and they were like, like, no one else said that. Everyone else just yeah. wanted like to have 10 grand and build a website. Yeah. And I, yeah, I had to wait for the big project to come, but it came and it was yeah. big. And, and as I say, that we were, we did several rebuilds. We did a, a, like annual maintenance on it and stuff like that. It was a really good project, a really good client. Um, and one of those nice ones where you know actually they're an organization that's helping people. So you kind of want to invest your time in that. So yeah, that, that, so that sort of speaks to what you're, what you're saying really, um, mm. really, really nicely. I don't think I'll ever find another example like that. Mm-hmm. We're just saying you're not ready for the internet. <laughs> well, just because you know every every member of staff's got it on their phone in their pocket now. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got homework for you. Oh yeah. Um, I want you, uh, and I, I think we should both do the same homework. Okay. Um, I want you to find uh, and uh, and and share for next week your most uh, your oldest surviving website. Oh wow! Okay, so see, I did know which it was because the one website. I was talking about just now has yep. disappeared. Ah, um, that's a real bummer for me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find another one. Okay, so that'll be interesting. It's, I mean, it, it can have changed, but I think it, it's got to be, um, it's got to basically be the same website uh, that it was. You know, you know, the, the sort of that some of the text may have changed, but it's basically got to be the same website. Um, and, and, and I want you to, to find, yeah, the oldest one that you can find. Um, the, the wonderful the and evil man. Mm. Sounds really exciting. You're going <laughs> to, you're going to rip it apart, whatever it is I find. No, I wouldn't do that because, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're probably talking, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. And, yeah. and it would be silly to judge the standards of a 15 year old website by today's standards. So no, I wouldn't do that at all. I'm just yes. curious. That would be that would be a lot of fun, and I'm, yeah. I might find this other one on the uh, Wayback Machine for you. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, yeah, cool. cool. I'm gonna have to go, man. Yes, this has been fun. It has been. We Speak went long, soon. but it was yes. good. Yes. See you later.